Whew, what's going on, Clipper Nation? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I feel like the dust is clearing on a a bomb of a of a of a performance. I'm just happy we didn't pod immediately after this game got. Over. Yeah, th- I mean that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Things are settling a little bit. There was an instant knee jerk reaction to that uh, loss. Of course, we're talking about the loss, the road loss to the Hawks, second night of back to back, 102 to 95. Got our hopes up. They were dashed. Uh, Zubats. An emotional roller coaster, which I think makes this one difficult. Yeah, this one was, I'm going to say it, this one was a little bit on dock tonight, but we'll get into that. Uh, Yeah, we're going to talk about that one, what we liked, a lot of what we didn't like. Mostly what we didn't like. (laughs) As well as just a a couple overarching things about the season that that pointed themselves out in this game that we've we've kind of been talking about for a while. So we'll get into that. Uh, And then, oh, 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 boy, it's Hot Take Thursday. Uh, thank you to everyone who called in with a hot take. If you ever want to leave yours, remember that number is 213-986-7354. Call in. Give us a hot take. Get a chance to get on the show. Try also just a uh, word of advice. If there's a game on like a Friday, maybe not a good time to call in and leave a hot take because we'll, you know, we'll do it the next Thursday type thing. Yeah. So you know, maybe try and leave them Monday through Wednesday is best time to leave them. That way that's more relevant. Okay, so apparently when I said call anytime, that was a lie. Uh, you can <laughs> just, call, just make it broad you if can, you call in anytime. You can call Tuesday to <laughs> 1 p.m. to 1.35 p.m. Um, and well, then we it, have like some an actual trade rumor. We have some we have some shavings for you kicking around the drawer. We got some fun, some some fun, fun shavings. So all that and more coming up right about now. Yeah, so the uh clippers. Loaded up the old bazooka and fired it at their foot tonight <laughs> against the <laughs> against the Hawks, one hundred two to ninety five. What we did not have Patrick Beverly, Paul George, or Kawhi. Yeah, uh, they were also out. Trey Young. So I don't know. We should have won this game still. And you know what? For the most part, it looked like we were gonna win this game. I don't know that the like the assertion that we definitely should win this game. We were up twenty one to the worst defense in the <laughs> league, and we scored thirty five points in the whole second half. Yeah, it's it's really really rough. Um, it just leaves a bad taste because there was one big issue that like the loss is like you know we got the win yesterday. It's the second night of a back to back. We're out our three guys. Yeah, we should have won. We're, you know, we're out a bunch of guys. I mean the we. We did go on a twenty-four to one run in the first half. The first, so we can talk about what we liked, which was the first half. Yeah, seemed really promising early on there. <laughs> it uh, really did. We were scoring in the paint at will. Uh, shots were not really falling from three, uh, which no, wasn't all. Which was an issue all night. I mean, uh, overall, we only shot ninety percent from the floor. But hey, this is positive stuff. This Got is what we of, liked. Yeah, yeah no, uh, hard, hard. <laughs> the the scoring in the paint though did did look really really good. Um, Zubots played in the first half, and it was fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, he 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 did the things that I normally harp on him for. Like he finished really pretty efficiently. He was five of six from the floor. Had six boards, two assists. Would only see the floor for three minutes and thirty three seconds in the second half. We'll get into that in the uh, what we didn't like section. Uh, but for the time that he did play, really really positive. Fantastic. Uh, uh, and he tied. For a, I think second best plus minus on the league. In the uh, team? I believe it was a team high with Rodney Magruder. Both guys were plus two. Um, and I got to be honest, that plus two for Zeus seems a little more honest than that plus two for Rodney Magruder. Uh, hey now, it it just does. Uh, hey Trez now. Trez had to play 
uh, the last, what, 20-something minutes of this game. Final 20 minutes, 27 seconds. He was great in the first half. He had 21 in the first half. Uh, he only had nine in the second, you know, maybe because he had to play 20 minutes in a row. But, uh, yeah, it just... Is there anything else we liked? Lou dunked. Lou had a pretty... I mean, Lou only had 18, but he added six boards and seven dimes. Yeah. Which was good. Yeah. I mean, Trez offensively was incredible. Yeah. For someone who had to play that much, it's like... Having 30 points on the second night of a back-to-back in which you play, you know, like 18-minute stretches straight. 20 minutes. Um, tonight. That's wild. So let's talk about what we didn't like. Yeah. Uh, First off the bat, I ha- would have had a great wine question lined up for tonight, but uh. I'm, I'm so happy you didn't ask that, dude. <laughs> Doc would have murdered. Gotten, Doc would have murdered. Would have gotten you. physically thrown out of the room. <laughs> yes, uh, we fully crumbled in the second half. We scored 35 points in the second half against like one of the league, literally one of the le- the worst team in the league. It's on 35 points is I. I'm like struggling to wrap my head around it. It's unfathomable. Here, here's some other insane stats from this game. They had 24 more shot attempts than us. How is that possible? The, so the offensive rebounding is what sealed this game. They had 23 offensive rebounds. Um, and that, this is going to get... I mean, we got to give credit. Uh, Collins had an absolutely absurd night. John Collins had 33 and 16... Uh, seven offensive rebounds. Brandon Goodwin closed us out. Brandon yep. Goodwin made us a coffin. Brandon Goodwin was action Bronson in the Irishman. He just had the coffin ready. 19, three and three. Um, Unreal in the second half. Only 19 minutes. Yeah, really, really solid. I mean, the fourth quarter, he, he, he was incredible. The biggest... So we lost this game. It's frustrating. The most annoying and repetitive doc... Trend happened in this game. I feel like it came to a head a little bit in this game, mm-hmm. which was Zoo played 15 minutes the whole game. Yeah, I think that's like, I mean, it's definitely the most glaring, it's egregious, fixable thing, I guess, from this game, even when you're down, you know, so many people. And obviously, I, I think it seems like from the coaching perspective, Doc was maybe a little bit more focused on like the guard depth or, or, or something. Which is insane. Magruder got more minutes. Man was horrible in this game. They did not care about man's offense at all. He had no... He only played 15 minutes, but was bad on the floor. And I'm yeah. not saying he should have been great or something, but like they just didn't care about his offense. So Atlanta shrunk the floor. Uh, I mean, he doesn't shoot. He played no. 15 minutes. He attempted one field goal. Yeah, he has no confidence. And it's like... Andrew Greif asked Doc... Those are unrelated, though. Those are unrelated. But so here's Those my thing. Those are unrelated things. They're unrelated things, but here's my thing is that Zoo out there with man's non-existent offense and bad defense mm-hmm. makes Zoo's numbers look a little worse. Totally. Yes. Um, so Andrew Greif, fantastic journalist, asked Doc Rivers, given Hawks 23 offensive rebounds, he asked Doc if there was thought to giving to playing Zubots more to stem that. Again, Zubots only had three minutes in the second half. He said no. Feeling the Clippers needed Trez's offense without Kawhi. Paul George and Beverly in the lineup. Doc also said he didn't love the way the lineup with Zoo opened the second half, a 12-1 Atlanta run. Uh, Man was in for that run. Mm-hmm. And if your reaction for a 12-1 run is to yank the player from the rest of the game, 
Yeah. And the wrong player. The wrong player. Like, and the part in here that I think really frustrates me is like, he's like, all right, so we need to trust his offense with Kawhi, Paul George, and Beverly out. Zoo doesn't get minutes when they're there. Yeah. I, I mean, that's like, <laughs> I, like I guess that's the overarching thing is. Yeah. Um, so if he he doesn't trust Zoo on the floor uh, with those guys there, he doesn't trust them when he's off. Why I mean, is he? Trez can't play 48 minutes. I love Trez so much. Like, this is, and like, when Trez, Trez missed four very crucial free throws on the stretch tonight. And I think a very big. He was six of 13 from the line, which is bad, even for him. But. And he, I think that a lot of that is fatigue. Yeah, he played 19 minutes straight when he missed those free throws. Like, obviously, yeah, I he should make, I don't know, one of them. But the fatigue, like, dude, he's got to be playing Trez basketball. Yeah. For 20 minutes straight. Against the team, against every team that's trying to punch you in the mouth. Yes. Um, Doc had a really defensive, another defensive quote. Uh, Andrew Grife again uh, regarding playing Zubats more. No, I didn't, so no. I thought you saw Trez's numbers today. He was playing pretty well, so he needed scoring because we were struggling scoring. So sometimes you go with Zoo, and sometimes you don't. You always don't, Doc. You always don't go with Zoo. So I, I want to talk <laughs> about this for, for one second, just to segue from this yeah, game Yeah, sorry a about bit. this. This is No, a, no, this no. Is no. I mean, like, this part. is... I, I hold, I'm sure everyone in Clipper Nation is, is feeling the same way. Sorry to get down on this yeah, one. Yeah, but, but it like, was just like... It's this it, one issue. It's just this one issue that we've been talking about so long that it's a... It, you know, it's a bit... It's a cliche, but... Apparently, the sliding lineups that we had talked about are not sliding at all. No. The only movement that we've ever seen is at the four, and Jamichael has, for whatever reason, never made it in never there. Never been there. In the, in, the starting, uh, in the starting lineup. And Zoo apparently doesn't play in the second half. Like, ever. So um, the lineups don't slide. They, they don't slide at all, and I, I, I just feel like... There has been continuity, I will say. Bit of a continuity check, but I agree with your overall point. I just feel like the issue with Zoo is he definitely requires more space to be around him. He's a he's yeah, and him and Sham were fantastic so much le- the other he, night. He, he is a lot less dynamic of a scorer than Trez, and and that's yeah. undeniable. But I the, think that's undeniable. Yeah, I don't think anyone's arguing that though. But the like the offensive rebounding numbers, like the the fact that they attempted a, an entire quarter's worth <laughs> of basketball, more shots than us, <laughs> dude. That we got that volume. Like, that's insane. That was a crazy stat out of this. That's insane. That was a crazy stat out of this. And in the game, uh. Sham and Zoo had a good game the other day. I believe it was the uh, that that last home game we had before the stretch, and the team looked like, oh, this is great. They're spacing, and I know Paul George, Kawhi, uh, Bev are out, but like, tr- I mean, the starting lineup was Lou, Man, Sham, Mo, Zoo, even Patterson. Who's going to shoot more? Like, and my thing is, Michael like, attempted three shots in this game. Even that starting lineup, I mean that that's not set up. Man needs to be nowhere near the starting lineup, even in this situation. Even in this situation, um, and I apologize. I like man. He, you know, like he's, he's he attempted one shy in fifteen minutes. I mean, like, I and, and to not have. Jamichael out there in the in the starting lineup, especially when we're down this many people. I mean, it it just seems like that's not a rotation that's even set up to help Zoo 
be good, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah. and, he, and, and he still... That's, that was my thing with... And yeah, he still managed like, to go five of six and have 11 points and, 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 and six ugh. boards. Uh, I got a... Man, and two assists. I know. I, I, how are we feeling? I don't, do you have anything else about this game you want to talk about? Oh, Rodney Magruder's just not good on defense. I, um, I don't think that's fair. I, I think that he, he was had getting a, cooked by a two-way player today. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I, I, I he he had a he had a bad night, but I have seen. I, I don't know. I feel like we've seen I ups know, and downs from harsh. Um, uh, how we feel? Two of seven is rough. Uh, honestly, like I, I'm a little fired up, but it's just because I feel like it's a manifestation, like we said at the top of this, of just things that are a continuation this season. If we're not gonna play zoo, like all right, then let's <laughs> fucking make a move. Like let's figure something. We out. need L.A. Clippers film. Put it great. He was like. You can't not trust Zoo and also not have a backup for Zoo. And also not like Jamichael's not getting shots. He attempted three in 22 minutes. I don't know. There's a I lot feel, of stuff. <laughs> I, feel, I feel fired up right now, but it's not because of this game. The, the yeah, takeaway yeah. is that this game in and of itself, this loss is like nothing to worry about. This loss is it's just nothing. The, it's, it's just, just the, like the manifestation yeah. of all these other issues that it's like, God damn. What the hell are we doing here? Yeah. I'm feeling uh I'm feeling like I want to go I don't know. It's it's just annoying. I'm going to st- you know, I'm going to put Twitter on mute. I'm going to play some N64 later. You know, I'm going to write a, a letter. I got a Pino aerated. I'm going to write a letter <laughs> and not send it. Is what I'm going to do. Uh <laughs> after this, we have Hot Take Thursday, which of course you can always leave your messages at at 213-986-7354. But first, will I'm trying to hire these people. What the hell do I got to do? There's only one thing to do when you start your hiring process. You must have a lot of questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? What about education and experience? Who cares? (laughs) And (laughs) how will you know if you made the right hire? Well, Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. You can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help create your shortlist of applicants. Fast. Awesome. You can also add skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicant's abilities. You know, so you Sweet. don't only play in 15 minutes, even though they're a starter. Maybe. Yeah, you maybe know someone about them. Uh, their library of more than 50 skills tests ranges from industry specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at Indeed.com slash LockedOn and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2020. That's Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Welcome to Hot Take Thursday. Hot Take. It's hot. It's hot. Thank you, everyone who submitted. Uh, We had some good ones. Kind of a chill Hot Take Thursday, I would say. Nothing too inflammatory. We should have allowed the just the floodgates for takes to open after there this game. There are open. I, th- I thought about it. Well, Step Back Tree, who you should be following, uh, was like, what's the hotline number? And I was like, I gave it to him, and I was like, we can't play it today, but we'll play it. He was like, I got a good one. I was like, all right, send it next Wednesday. So I think we're going to have a good one next Wednesday. Nice. Um, the first hot take we have, which is kind of something we were just talking about, has to do with the starting lineup. Um, I think they should start starting Jamaica Green much more often. He spreads the floor more than Harkless, and Harkless um, doesn't shoot the three as much as Jamaica can. And Jamaica is probably better inside. Okay. Rational. 
Doubt. Yeah. I would argue I, that's a very fair take. That's very, very reasonable. Uh, um, Michael over Mo was something I think we were literally we were literally just talking about it. Um, yeah, it, yeah. So I love that take. Here's the thing. You know, that's the best kind of lukewarm take, and I mean that in a very nice way. The thing is, is that the reason that we've kept Mo in the starting lineup is for his defensive switchability. I think as we ramp up now, it it just seems to me like that becomes less and less necessary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, as everybody is kind of hitting their stride and, you know, whoever universe willing, we have a fully healthy <laughs> roster. We don't need one guy to to stretch a bunch of positions. You know, like, and I think Jamichael is fine at the four, at guarding the four, yeah. you know, defensively. Um, maybe not against AD or someone like that. For but, sure. Um, yeah, the, the offense... In the spacing, um, it just makes a lot more sense over Mo. I mean, we thought... I think it gives more zoom minutes, too. Yeah, we, I mean, we thought coming into this season that Jamichael was the for-sure starter. Yeah, he was the starter when we took... I mean, I know it's a kind of a specialized case given their lineup and everything, but he played his way into the starting lineup last year. Brian it, Cullen talks about that a lot. Shout-out Brian Cullen. Shout-out Clipset Pod. Yeah. Uh, Shout-out Joseph Ward. Um, and it's true. It's crazy. Yeah. It, and I know it's some continuity, but like he's just yeah. teams don't care about Mo's offense. No, and that's the thing. And I, I like Mo a lot. Like I think he's a nice player, but you know, this has been a consistent kind of issue that is you know, like throughout his yeah. career thus far. Um he's not someone that you have to really worry about on the other end. And that just creates a lot of problems when there's already some issues. Spacing wise, yeah, you know, with makes it harder to without space. having a full roster. Uh, can Jamichael do more on the inside compared to Mo? Uh, I think he's in the right spot more. He is. I mean, positionally, yeah. I don't know. Mo does have like those fast cuts to the basket though. Sometimes yeah. that are that you really love They're to clutch. see, but it you know like it's just so few and far between that I'm just wondering if ramping up Jermichael's minutes and even taking that, you know, his shooting hasn't quite been what we've seen last year. I think he's still around 39%, uh-huh. uh, but it is with some games, you know, Ups being and lights out. Peaks and valleys. <laughs> some games not. <laughs> I I still think that that amount of upside um, offensively... It warrants it. Warrants a look. For sure. Um, second hot take we have... This is Simon from Louisville with the most wholesome hot take. I, I love I this. think of all time... Uh, we're going to play it for you right now. Hey, guys. This is Simon in Louisville. Um, I'm a Louisvillian and a University of Louisville grad and a lifelong superstand. And my hot take is to say don't trade Montrez because Trez wins titles. Just to remind everybody, in 2013, when UofL won the title, Trez was a freshman. In the championship game, um, he only had one field goal attempt, but it was probably the most memorable play of the game. It was this monster alley-oop. And he and the other guys on that team kind of became heroes after that around Louisville. But as you'll recall, a few years later, uh, recruiting violations came to light at the school, and the NCAA made UofL vacate that title. And I'd like to see him get another chance at a championship. So please, Clippers, don't trade Montrez before uh, the end of this year. So... Don't trade Trez. I love this logic. I can't like... (laughs) I really like it. I think so. This is why I think we should... We could talk about this one real quick. Uh, I think this is... 
Like we don't need a third big, but Trez apparent Trez needs. We don't need a third big. I but my thing is like, too. I kind of think if Trez gonna Trez shouldn't be playing this many minutes in a row. So I'm like, not saying that. That's I'm why saying, I think we maybe need the third big, or we play Jamichael more. I, I'm just saying if if Doc doesn't trust uh, Zoo, then it's time to move on. Damn, that's and bad. I mean like I'm not and I'm not saying that that's indicative or an indictment on Zoo's skill Whoa. or his contributions. It's an I indictment love, on Doc. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, like I I love Zoo. I love what he's brought to this team. I think he's great in the locker room. Uh you know, I've had my issues with him mainly just with the finishing, but it seems like given a large enough sample size, he's he'll good. Even figure that out. Yeah. No. Uh, shout out to Simon. Uh, that I can. I absolutely that dunk also that he's telling uh, you to check out on YouTube is absurd. Yeah. Classic Trez to be like, all right, I get one shot in this uh, championship game. Oh, I'm just gonna electrify everybody. Also, a bummer that. College sports are so quick to vacate things, but in baseball, in you baseball, can you literally can't cheat the biggest Come at part. us, Astros fans. <laughs> Actually, I feel really bad for Astros fans. They didn't. They didn't but yeah, I, I, I kind um, of, I, I mean, I, I agree with that. Like, don't trade Trez. There'd have to be like a knockout deal, and I don't really know if that's out there. Who knows? Uh, third hot take. This is just kind of, this one rhymes, which is a good time. Um, so we're going to play that one right now. Locked on Clippers. Let's try for that live question. Can we make a move for Derrick Rose? I feel like Derrick Rose remote is the way to go. Let me know. Okay. Not a real take. Guy just wants to trade Mo Harkless for Derrick Rose. Um, I mean, I'm not the biggest Rose fan. Neither am Doesn't I. Doesn't seem like the... Uh, not the kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't <laughs> seem like it... Yeah, it would bode well. <laughs> uh, Rose is it? Let's. We're going to talk about the trade. The idea, though, we do appreciate yeah, of the take very much. Uh, he is a name that's been brought up, definitely a lot. Uh, it's been reported that uh, the team across the hall is going for him. Rose is at seven point three million with another year after the season on the books. Which, goddamn, great so, deal for a team that gets Derrick Rose. So we'd have to be getting something else back too, unless they, yeah, because I, I don't think they're in a position to take on more salary they're than they're definitely now. not. Uh, we would have. They'd have to maybe throw in Sfee. Mm-hmm. Or Christian Wood, but I doubt they're going to do that because he's good. Um, seems like we'd have to add a pick. Magruder and Rome work mm-hmm. if we wanted to do that and keep Mo. I don't know why Detroit would really do that though. I mean, we'd add the pick, which would be why. And Rome is the youth, but so I. I mean, I guess the reason I'm I'm not wild about this. Um, he's just another guard who needs the ball in his hands a lot. Yeah, and and, and I don't see it's that not really the distribution. That we need. I, like I don't. He doesn't have the distribution that we need. Yeah, I don't really see that as being a, a hole or or the largest hole in in the Clippers roster. Yeah, like him and um, Lou go out there together, and it's like, all right, so we're giving up a bunch of points. In a, like in a vacuum, it's definitely more offense. I mean, it's easily more offense than Mo Harkless oh, provides. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's shooting thirty one percent right now on about three three attempts per game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't love the fit, um, and I will admit to being totally biased. I'm not a Derrick Rose guy. I mean, that I think, yeah, I, I completely agree. It makes total sense. Uh, these are some level-headed takes. I, like I appreciate it. it. It's nice to have kind of I a like chill it. week. Um, first week smart Clippers fans out there. First week started off hot with uh, Trail calling everyone ungrateful. Yes. Which was, hey, at the time, kind of fair. Um, <laughs> that Simon one, we should play that Simon uh, one for Trez, although he might not want to be reminded of the whole Louisville debacle, um, which was not his fault. Yeah. Um, 
Let us. I'm comfortable with trading Mo. I think. <sighs> We're gonna talk a little bit in that next segment and shavings because there are some actual trade rumors coming up. There are. But first, man, this spring training for all your favorite baseball teams to Arizona. If you're watching the Astros, make sure you take your giant uh, garbage can and your recording devices or whatever that team uses. Uh, <laughs> amazing weather and landscapes, exciting outdoor adventures, incredible food. Arizona is the perfect home for baseball fans. Follow your favorite baseball teams to Arizona for Cactus League spring training, 10 stadiums, 15 MLB teams, 75-degree temperatures, with all 10 stadiums in the greater Phoenix area within 50 miles of where you are. And... You can meet the players and get autographs before games. Maybe share a hot dog. Eat some popcorn. Check out amazing restaurants and bars nearby, including tons of craft breweries, like my personal favorite, Goldwater Brewing Company. Enjoy live music from local and national artists and explore museums featuring everything from native heritage to modern art to musical instruments from around the world. Plus, Arizona is known for its incredible landscapes and thrilling outdoor adventures. Go zip lining. Check out an urban center. Go to an artsy community and wonder why things are so expensive. No matter what you love to do, Arizona has you covered. Check off must-see destinations from your bucket list like the Grand Canyon, Monument Valley, Horseshoe Bend. And don't forget, Tucson. Call it Bruce on. Plan your spring training getaway at visitarizona.com slash spring training. That is visitarizona.com slash spring training. Hey, hey, welcome to shavings. We got a proper shavings today. We do. Um, per the Wall Street Journal, formerly a fantastic publication. Uh, apparently the Clippers are part of a list of contenders that are interested in Robert Covington, who, if he came to the Clippers, I would start calling Bobby Cove. Um, the Lakers... I like Rocco. That's already Rocco's good. Rocco's good. Uh, Lakers, Clippers, Mavericks, Rockets, and 76ers are among the teams that have expressed some Covington interest, according to people familiar with the matter. Before they can battle for a championship, they have to bid against each other. Boo. I mean, bad writing. <laughs> um, but so that is the thing. They, later on in this article, it was talking about how like the sticker shock yeah. from this trade will probably be pretty high, but only because you know these teams were competing. You know, they're driving the price up. There's well, that has to be happening. Some gamesmanship, totally as it should, totally. But so I mean, bare bones. Mo for Covington works straight up, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think Minnesota does that. I mean, here's the thing: is Covington's at a weird crossroads in Minnesota. Uh, I don't know if it's just because they feel burned in the deal that they did for Jimmy Butler, but like his usage and playing time is going down. It's weird. He's um, locked in for two more seasons at a really good deal, at a really team friendly deal. Um, I'm assuming everyone on Twitter was kind of and like was just like, so we'd probably add Jerome in the 2021st, yeah, to get this done, which. Hey, man, maybe it's because I just watched our team blow a 21-point lead to the worst defense in the league, but I'm fine with it. Yeah. This is like the first trade idea where I'm like, sure, I wouldn't be mad, you know? What if it's, what if they say, no, Jerome, they want man? I don't know about that. Really? I'm saying I don't that's know about the, it. That's the scale tipper for you. No, because someone. That's absurd to me. Someone said Shamit. On Twitter, and I was like, I'm out immediately if Shamit's part of it. Uh, Shamit, I feel like is you're giving up too much offense for, like, is Covington going to be that great of a defender no, on this that's team? that's what I mean. Um, no, but man, so if it's, you're saying if it's Mo, man, in the first. Yeah. 
I mean, if they say what Derek if, Walton Jr., I'm hanging up the damn phone. <laughs> what if it's just Mo and Man I'm fine with? Mo, Man, and Rome. Sure. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think we could find a better player with a low... I don't know. Well, actually, maybe not, because we draft... Anyway, I'm okay. Um, but, I mean, Covington is... The fact that he's locked in for two more seasons is nice. That fits the timeline. Definitely. That will also, though, like increase this betting war amongst other Definitely. competitors. He can defend one through four. Yep. 34.8% from three on six attempts a game. He's better in almost every offensive metric than Mo, except for two-point percentage, I believe. And his defensive rating is 106 to Mo's 105, which yeah. I know isn't a tell-all. Yeah. But totally. the Wolves have been kind of bad. Totally. I, I mean... And Mo gets to play, you know, he's he guards a lot of good guys and guards and stuff, but which we could not do with Covington. But as I said, you know, like as I said earlier, uh, maybe that's not what we need anymore. You know, like once Paul George returns to the lineup healthy and like with Kawhi ramping up to the level that he's been, like maybe that's not what we need necessarily. Hmm. No, that's fair. Yeah. Mo is an interesting player on this team. Yes, totally. Uh, some Justin Russo stats for you. Clippers are six points per 100 possessions better when Hark is off the floor. That's in just under 1,000 minutes. The team is better yes. defense. The, de- <laughs> the team is better defensively with him off the floor. Okay, well... And I- the offense is 3.4 points per 100 better with him on the bench. He's played 532 minutes next to Kawhi. Uh, team is 11... Plus 11 in that net rating. Damn. And 434 without Kawhi and just Mo, it's minus 7.5. Um, when both are off, it's plus 6 in 588 minutes. And when Kawhi is playing without Mo, he's plus 12. Oh so it's this thing of like, he kind of does, he like, the eye test looks good. But when you kind of, when Justin Russo punches you in the face with numbers like that, which I appreciate. Yeah, it puts it in. It puts it a little more in clarity. I'm not saying it's like making he's me not, not like. Fit, him. He's not fitting. I don't know if he's not fitting because, like you said, he does timely things. Yeah, totally. So like, totally. But there has been continuity. The continuity is what's messing with my brain through all this stuff. Because I think I'm at the tipping point where I'm like, now I guess we need a move if we just have no continuity. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I, I just don't know if we can plan on continuity. I don't think if it's. Some, I I I'm just hoping that we can have it. You know. By the time April rolls around, let's get there. You know, it's still January. Um, and yeah, if uh, I, I mean, I can only assume the roster is going to stay in as much flux as it has thus far. Oh yeah, baby. So uh, it just seems still like leading the league in lineup changes or different starting lineups. Making a move is just making more and more sense. Quick Paul George injury update. Sorry to kind of end on this downer, I guess. Uh, Doc Rivers pregame on Paul George. I think he did two on two on Tuesday. I think he did something today as well. But as I said before, I know he's close, but I don't know if that means tomorrow or five days. We're just letting him go through the process. That's something you don't want to rush. I mean, I agree with that. I agree with the last part, but right now it just really feels like Doc is tired of the media. Totally. A little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, And he's doing his... He seemed a little burned on the media this year. For sure. And he's kind of digging his heels in right now. And I'm not saying like, I mean, hey, if you if he looks at Twitter, I could totally understand not liking media if you're Doc. Some of you uh, people need to hang out. We're still having the best start to a Clippers team of his career. Um, 
But yeah, it's like we're, I don't think we're going to be getting some straight answers from Doc anytime soon about Paul George injury. Like I think he's close. That's I also think he just did not. Like, that, I I don't think that's. I, no, but it's also it's a, like, but don't say, don't be like. I think he did something. I think he did this. Totally. I know. I know he's close, but that could mean tomorrow or five days. Dog. You'd rather <laughs> him just the next question. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd rather be like he's progressing. Give me that, because then it's like, all right, at least you know whatever. I don't know anything else in the shavings. I hope everyone has a great day. I want to end kind of on a positive note. Yeah, you're gonna be listening to this in the morning, so you've probably cooled off from that loss by now. But you know. Just remember to take everything in. We hope this. We hope this takes you back to your memories, as a <laughs> crazy person we work with says. Um, just yeah, just just remember to try to take all this in stride. And yeah, and I, it's I someday mean, Zoo will play more than fifteen minutes. That's the thing is, <laughs> the, the biggest thing is, there's nothing from this that we that's not fixable. There is a very simple fix, thankfully. It's you a know. Po- as my father always said, it's a poor workman who blames his tools. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes, uh, Google, I, Google Pods. Uh, please rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. We will read your iTunes review. Yes. Uh, be it good or we'll bad. We'll read your other ones if I can figure out how to find them. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, on Friday's episode, we're going to have a preview of the Clippers versus Heat game. A small look at the Magic matchup on Sunday as well. Some Pactive talk. Some love, Mary kill. And if we can fit whatever else has to be now and then in Clipperland, that too. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. Not William, the opinion update. Really appreciate you.